Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm opinionated on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the Magic Man. Holy Malinaji, Peter Cards, Seth Nyman, welcome to the world, we're back. We're what back. number are we? What number episode is this? Uh, 18. 100, isn't it? Peter, yeah. Peter Cards is responsible for counting the, the number of episodes. I can't count past 18. Every week I ask, and every week he has the answer. That's what you're all about, kid. That's why I love you, because you yeah. think of shit. I'm on top you of shit. You know what shit. I mean? That's why I love you. I'm on top of this shit. What's going on, Seth? You good? Well, Pete got cut from the Jets today because he laid out Geno Smith. <laughs> that what happened? <laughs> Gino Smith got laid out today, huh? They suckered in the in the locker room. <laughs> they broke As if it's not bad, bad, bad enough problem that you got to be the quarterback of the New York Jets, and they got, that's enough of an issue on itself. <laughs> you got to wear headgear after practice, too. <laughs> two places. Broken jaw, two places. Aww. Yo, he's really going to lose his job now. Didn't you fight with a broken bone in your face? This guy is yeah. going to be out for 10 weeks. No, no, no. That's a bad that's No, a bad I know. Injury. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Bro, but now, now that means he's, he's really going to... Be threatened to lose that job. I mean, he didn't. He didn't have a, a good grip on that job to begin with. Don't worry, Jet fans. You always have Fitzpatrick. No, no, no. He's <laughs> a no, Harvard who, graduate, man. He's a who's that? No, no. Who was the? Who was the other quarterback? Fitzpatrick. That's it. Matt Sims. He's still there. No, Chris the, Sims. He's gone. Not Chris Sims. Chris Sims is at the fan. Matt Sims was a brother. Chris Sims retired years ago. Right. Yeah. Matt Sims. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's yeah, all they that's have. It. I yeah. felt like they had. Fitzpatrick was their big backup. What they do with Vic? Vic. Vic is gone. Vic is gone? Where have I been? Vic. Did we sign him? Didn't Vic go back to the Eagles almost? Who was uh, talking to them? Uh, no, no. Tebow's on the Eagles now. Let's, right? not, <laughs> let's not make... Let's not give fans wrong information, bro. What's going on with Vic? Michael Vic is not on the Jets. For sure. Fact. All right. We don't, we don't want to make anybody... We don't want to make our fans stupider like a lot of the boxing media does when they talk about boxing. Currently a free agent. By, by listening Vick. to them, you get stupider. Michael Vick okay. is currently a free agent. We don't want to be like that. Uh, and so he's going to stay a free, a free agent. agent. <laughs> he's going to stay a free agent. But he did wish Gino a speedy recovery. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Oh. I'll take your job. Bada boom. I'm back. Oh, man. He'll go right he paid, slide right back in there. He got paid like $4 million to sit on the bench and do nothing. Who, Vic? Vic. Backup quarterback is the best job in the NFL. He came in once in a while, no? Yeah. He sat on the iPad and said, hey, Gino, let me show you where you fucked up uh, the last four games. So what you did was you tried to run and you suck and then you threw off this foot. Why are you so hard on these athletes? I don't understand. You're you're, you're becoming like a a Dan Rayfield. What do you mean? You know what I mean? Like You're not on the field, bro. I don't have to be on the field. Watch the fucking game. Yeah. (laughs) Just watch. So then why do you criticize Dan Rayfield? He's he's not on the field either. He's not in the ring either. I don't understand. Don't compare me to that. Oh, that's what you're doing right now. Yeah, that's what you're doing right now. Bro, the guy said he's one of the he's he's considered one of he considers himself one of the elite quarterbacks. Who? Uh, Who said that? uh, Look, who? What are you a fucking owl? He don't even he don't even watch football, and he's (laughs) and he's talking to me about what, what I should be saying. He considers himself one of the elite. I forgot more about football than you know. Oh, here we go. American football for go. all the UK fans are talking about yeah. American football right now. So what happens? He right. considers himself one of the elite quarterbacks in the league. The guy can't win a fucking game. He can't even complete a first down. You're getting really tense. I see the vein. Yeah, you're, you're getting angry. You're getting me about tense. this. Geno first Smith of all, stuff. <clears throat> the guy sucks, bro. 
The guy sucks. Would they you rather st- have Geno Smith or would you rather have Tim Tebow? If you were a Jets fan, I would sell the team. <laughs> you would. You rather have none. None. If those are your quarterback options. Oh, you have Fitzpatrick. He's well, a decent why, well, backup. if those are your quarterback options, then you just get rid of your general manager for picking making uh, those your quarterback options. One hundred and ten percent, and you get rid of the coach too. Get rid of the coach too. At that time, was well, they got rid of? Maybe they now he's, of the gone. Guy. he's gone. Yeah. The well, guy had think, a tattoo. What do you of think Mark this Sanchez? guy? What do you think this guy is inheriting now? Would you, do you think they would rather have Mark Sanchez and the problems they have right now? Yes, I'd, ra- I'd rather have AIDS. No, San- Sanchez looked all right last year with the Eagles. Yeah, man, they're the backup. That's being... the system. Again, true, true. It's the system. So, it's what Chip about Kelly. the Jets system now? We don't know what the system's like. We don't know who. We, I don't know this coach. I don't. I never seen. I never seen the guy. I don't know the guy. What are you supposed to know? Are you guys Jet fans? No, I'm a Giants fan. But, Giants, me. Right. but you know, right. but I'm, I'm listening asking. to Pete's expert opinions because he's so opinionated <laughs> today, and I wanted to hear like what he had Mark to say about Sanchez this. Sanchez did very well when he played. He was he was called in. He did better as a backup for the Eagles than he than he did <coughs> in the last five years for the Jets. Uh, you guys are a little, people are a little harder, Mark Sanchez. Correct. He Correct. He did all right in the playoffs with the Jets. He, he did, yeah, but not in the last yeah. five years. Uh, no, no, but yeah, that was a very very good defense behind. Him. True that. Yeah. No, he Very did all right. No. But he still, he still he made, made the plays. I'd rather, I'd rather have Mark Sanchez than than uh, Geno Smith. I'm no sorry. doubt. I'd rather, uh, yeah, I would too. Yeah. I'd rather have Mark Sanchez. I would, I would take my chances with Sanchez, even though he's he shit the bed in New York. Uh, I think the Jets fans would welcome him over Geno Smith for sure. And then he ran into the offensive lineman's mm-hmm. ass cheek. Well, this guy uh, got his, this guy got his, this guy got his jaw broke by the lineman. The guy <laughs> punched him in the face. He's sucking him in the face, guy. So, all right. Well, what did he do to instigate that, though? What, maybe he called his mother a hoe or something. I don't know. Exactly. Now you're making accusations. <laughs> no, I'm not I'm making telling accusations. you shit that's I'm real. Hi- I'm hypothesizing. Nice if somebody calls you, if somebody he punches you in the face. I'm a scientist. I'm a philosopher. <laughs> if somebody punches you in the face, especially in your own teammate in the locker room, there's obviously some, some feistiness and some beef going on back there. Your own teammate... He's not going to be thinking to punch you in the face when you're the star quarterback of the team. The guy was I a used defensive lineman? I used the word star very loosely here. Oh, uh, the, co- the coach said he, um, the, I can't even say this guy's name, in Nekapali, punched Go Smith over a trivial matter. Over so, a trivial matter. So some bullshit, you know? Yeah, that, yeah. in his opinion. Maybe he calling his mother a hoe. They're going to dumb it in, down. In, in his it. opinion, is a trivial True. matter. But maybe no, in, but in, in the linesman's to, opinion, it wasn't a trivial matter. Linebacker. They're going to they're gonna try to uh, if, if, like water it down if a little If Ali G was explaining it, he'd be like, so like... Check it. <laughs> check it. Like, if... Booyaka me, shit. Me Julie, he, he, he said some bad things about me Julie. <laughs> and, 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 and her Babylons. Oh, me Julie. And I had, to, I had to sucker him. That's what I had to do. Straight, straight in the mouth. <laughs> so I think, I, I think if just if, if he was here, uh, you know, Based discussing on that, that, you're right. You're right. I, exactly. I, I, I you're going to get him on the show, man, Ali G. Look, yeah, we do. We need to get him on the <laughs> show. Me. Right. You kidding me? No, but I'm just, seriously, no, I'm just, I'm just I'll guessing. I'll blow you, Seth. If you could get him on the show, um, we don't need to. Get and you him hope on the show. you want to, like he says, you know. <laughs> and you hope you can do it, like he's saying, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> anyway, on to different subjects. That's our right, American. On to, on to another subject. Like, what's your problem today with my outfit? This fucking kid. Let me tell you something. What's going on today? Like, I have a uh, basketball shorts, so maybe they could no, be. Shut up! I'm gonna break down the fucking situation. Maybe they could be football it... shorts. Wait, wait, we should have like a uh, sound effect or something. Now it's time for the breakdown. This fucking kid. We Will you stop with the tense words? You, you, you're aggravated. The, kid, the kid's telling me, uh, you know, we have a friend of ours. Uh, friend Craig. of ours. Friend of ours. A good, like a good dude, Nani Craig. He's a big-time promoter in the city. Always at the hottest spots. Always the door guy. We know him for many years. 
So he says, you know, he couldn't make it to the fight. He was in Spain. He says, I want to get together with you guys. Let's have a nice dinner. Um, so he picks his steak steakhouse that we're going to tonight. So my uh, fiance, the lovely fiance Alyssa, picks out uh, an alpha for me for today, so that I go to work and so I, I can change. Him, I tell him you he make tells sure you bring me, a change of clothes. Make sure you bring a change of clothes. You know, we're going out to a steakhouse after this. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course, I'm not gonna show up in my work clothes, you know. Work clothes, meaning like the uniform, pink stains all over it, right. like construction. Yeah, right. construction. But yeah. now I show up here because I met him here. I felt like the the judge for my cousin Vinny. I'm like, uh, are you mocking me? He's got a <laughs> he's got his future legend T-shirt on, a gray T-shirt with basketball shorts on, and Jordans. But there's no to go to a. He's gonna compare this to the uni- the work uniform with paint stains. Because then he sees me and he goes, "Bro, you told me to change." Yeah, I told you to change, bro. What are we kidding each other? You, you, have, going, a, you, you have a uniform on with paint stains. I could wear my underwear and it would, it would be more appropriate. You're you going to a steakhouse with basketball shorts on. It's still more appropriate than the, than the uniform. It's not with a paint steakhouse in, the, in Aruba, you fucking idiot. Again, with the, with the words. Again! It's shorts! He's wearing shorts and Jordans! Gonna, I got on a Burberry t shirt. We're gonna put a cuss jar here. You put a dollar in the cuss jar every time you, every uh, time you cuss. A cuss? Cuss. Where are you from? Down south? Well, down south is where they have the cuss jars. Yeah, down yeah. south. Two All right, Deontay cuss. Wilder. He <laughs> 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 was fucking. That's right. All right, Alabama. <laughs> Which one? We, got, we got a cuss job in here. Cuss job. All right. Pizza's like Stick your fucking cuss jar up your ass. I got a Burberry. T-shirt on. Very handsome. I got, I got a my roach stompers on. I can't miss a cockroach in twenty feet. No, you could. You those, those aren't the those They're aren't the originals. Original. So you represent those yourself. Those aren't the originals. No, those aren't the Pierre Cardins. No way. Don't <laughs> even say those. Those are cockroach stomps killers. No way. Those are imitations. You look good. He looks. He's doing his thing. What, look what do you? My sneakers, though. You kidding me? Look at these sneakers. Are you kidding me? Are you, embar- are are you embarrassed to go with you him? You can't find these I'm sneakers anywhere. I, what do I have to be embarrassed about? You can't Wait, find so these So what are you mad about? Let him wear what he wants to wear. You wear what you want to wear. You're not going to wear the, the construction outfit. I'm gonna, yeah, but I'm going to I'm gonna stop by Bobby Azadi's cleaning my jewelry right now, and I'm going to get I'm going to be wearing hundreds of thousands of dollars in jewelry. You're going to wear more jewelry. Look at the jewelry. I'm going to be wearing hundreds of thousands in jewelry when we show up in the steakhouse. So no matter what I'm all right, wearing, all right, AB. No, no matter what I'm wearing, <laughs> right, no matter what I'm wearing, <laughs> we'll be, it still we'll, looks good. We're going to look Wait, good. Yeah. Pete, yeah, comb his hair. Yeah, I'm gonna comb his hair. Oh, right. guy! Oh, come on, guy! Don't even take it there, please. The guy's he gonna, started. He started. The guys, guys at home. Guys at home, home. home. What do you think? Guys it, at home. It, what do you think? People, guys, girls at home. Seriously, take a I mean, the, it, I want you guys to tweet us about this. What is your opinion on this whole situation about about this dress code for the steakhouse tonight? Because in reality, Pete is comparing his uniform from work. With no, paint stains it on it. Never yes. Issue. yes, you did. You said I you had the you had the balls anyway. to tell me to change. Why? You weren't gonna change. I Why? was just because I'm gonna regardless. wear just because I'm gonna wear this, I shouldn't tell you to change. <laughs> no, I was uniform. changing regardless. You Get fucking dumbass. Get out of here, bro. You looked at me when you saw me today, bro. You expected me to change? Like I like you shouldn't have changed. No, you I'm told me to change as if you were putting on your Sunday best. No, I, that's what you fucking mixed you, up with. That's what matter. you came up with today? Doesn't matter. This even I this, gotta start having my fiance dress him too. Oh, give me a break. This guy's not gonna get it. This guy doesn't get it. Seriously. This guy doesn't get it. What the fuck? I don't understand. I'm sitting here like a gentleman. I could be anywhere right now. I could be doing this podcast. I'm sitting here chilling out. Burberry, nice, rolly. This guy, he Roly. just came. It's my, it's my roll So what? 
It still looks good. <laughs> he could he could be okay. he could have just came from a, a park playing basketball or doing it whatever. Look look, look at what we're going to a steakhouse. Yeah, we're going to a steakhouse. That looks good. This guy's unbelievable. The guy's gonna be like, buddy, did, are you delivering something? <laughs> <laughs> the produce goes in the back. Guy. Uh, not with that, not with that ice. They won't be saying that to him. Come on, yeah, break this guy. Jesus, hey, what are you worried about? You look good, you look good, and he's representing himself. Who are you having dinner with? You're just a, a buddy, your friend, right? So it's not like you're and gonna, his business partner. It's not like your parents are there or something. Yeah. We're know? trying to become entrepreneurs. Uh, All so. right, well, they already know about Paulie. You don't have to dress to impress. He looks, he looks thanks, good. Thanks, sir. Thanks. At least somebody who understands my plight. You know, I don't kiss up. I tell you, I, I call it like it thanks. is. He's all right. You look oh, good. Shut up, Seth. Uh, Please, you don't on. kiss up. Fuck you. Who am I kissing up to? Bro, F you. This guy. I'm not even cursed. Words today. Unbelievable. you owe like fifty dollars. In the jar, right? You F and F you. Pay it for me. Speaking <laughs> of which, I need a couple of thousand. I lost a few. <laughs> What'd you lose? What'd you lose now? You lose every week. That's a good Oh, segue. you lost on me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> boom. Is that a true story? No, I don't, I don't bet. No, I would I, think I, not. I It'd be like Pete Rose. You'd be fired. You can't do that. Yeah, no. You can't put it in your face. Hey, uh, DraftKings is mixing it up now. We're not talking about baseball anymore. Now we're talking about football. Oh, I know you guys are excited well, about football. Well, it's that time of year. American football for all those UK Yeah, fans. sorry. Do we have any, um, any European football? Do we? On, on the on DraftKings? A, we might. There's we soccer. should. They got soccer in there, I think. I thought it was MLS, though. Oh, it's MLS. Only MLS? Yeah. God, MLS. Come on. This listen, if we, if we complain enough about it, listen, I love DraftKings. Speaking of, we, we, got, we have a, something to say about MLS. And, oh, and the God, we're going to get to that after. we get to that in a second. Let's, let's, let's finish this DraftKings. I can't wait for football season. You guys know the deal. I got I got what? a tip for everybody. Oh, what? boy. What do you, what's your tip? Over under for the Old wins? Dell Beckham. Every week. Duh. Uh, that's obvious. That's the guy. That's uh, the guy. Yeah, no kidding. We well, shut it down. Every we're going to take Aaron Rodgers, too, against him next. Well, uh, you could take a lot of people. What about yeah, of course. Luck? Mm, it depends on who they're playing, right? Week to week. Yeah, what about Peyton Manning? No season-long commitments. Tom? Mix it up. And you can play Tom? multiple teams. That's what people Tom, don't talk about either. suspension, you get Tom. Tom you know how many right? people Tom. can't get Tom, and you could get him <laughs> after week four. <laughs> Buddy, week five, you get Tom. There's a, a Boston accent, too. You imagine? Yeah. He pox the car. Mm-hmm. You know, and the guys that win on DraftKings, they play multiple teams, which you can do. You can mix it up a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. How does that work? Huh? You just you just keep playing. You can play the same game a bunch of times. That's like mix. a degenerate status, right? Well, you also give me a better chance I to saw, win. I saw that, you can, though. And then no, you want to do that, yeah. I saw that. You know, the whole point of it is winning. So well, you go to a $5 you one, you, play, you throw 20 in, you got four teams. Why yeah, not? Yeah. $5. I saw the guy with the same fucking team. Again. That doesn't Thank make any you. sense. Why you Bro, he had, he had the same team. Like, like I think it was five bucks, but the same roster. Why don't you just do twenty dollars? Right. He did five dollars four times, and he roster. won first place. So he, so won, he won four <laughs> times. I'm like, why don't he just do twenty dollars? That's just what right. I'm saying. Hey, I don't understand. Did he have like? Did he know something we didn't know? Maybe. <laughs> do you know he, what? That guy was a locksmith, bro. And one he of was a locksmith. Why did he do the same thing four times for five dollars? I've, I've seen it a few times. I've seen it one time. And one of the leagues is like fifteen hundred to play. And I looked at that, and one week when I, I did all right, I looked at it, and I was like, oh, how these guys do? You think they're high rollers? They just got, they're just guys with a lot of money. They, don't, they sucked. I would have won, won big money, but I don't have the balls to lay out 1500 right, to course. play. I got kids wow. and shit. I can't be laying out 1500 to play DraftKings. This Kings. is crazy. So this is uh, all uh, fantasy football type stuff? It's, you know, it's like, it's like yeah, it's, I don't even want to say what I think it is, but it's, it's, it's awesome. It's what it is. Don't say it, Seth. <laughs> you don't want to say that, don't say it. I don't want to say I don't want to make you do anything you don't want to do we on the show. We but know. Well, you it's can say. It's a free country, and this, and this, uh, this show is uh, free will here. No season-long commitments. No season-long commitments. That's right. <laughs> That's Every what we have Sunday, so what and it starts do? Do Thursday nights because 
Football, that's how awesome football is. Starts on Thursday nights. Well, the DraftKings going to love us because we're going to be into it and playing it, so we'll be talking about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why do you guys wait? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. How, you're going to throw in a couple. Yeah, throw in a couple. Use your own promo football. code. Yeah, use Paul yeah. E.M. Yeah. So why not? You got to shout out $2 million, the week one millionaire maker. $2 million. $2 million. I'll tell you what, guys. If I win, I'm still coming to do a show with you guys. Absolutely. You promise? I promise. I'll come with the bulldozer. But then afterwards... <laughs> Afterwards, I'm coming to your uh, your jewelry store. After I get some Bobby's ice, Bobby's right yeah. there, right down the block, uh, right me down up. the street, buddy. Oh, you don't go to the Jewish guys? Well, we got I got my friend Evie in L.A. All right, you know when I'm out there. I represent Diamond Pavilion and Bobby Zod and on the East Coast. Tell them what, what, what's you know you pick your players, pop the points, pick up the cash. It's easy. I won money last year at the DraftKings with football. I, I did do, all right. I do I do pretty well with football. I yeah, do better I'm with psyched. football than I do with baseball. Even Baseball's tough. Yeah, it is. You gotta Even right. though I still do it because I'm a degenerate. You just chase the pitches <laughs> is what you do. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you just follow the pitches. That's, that's Peter Cards' is a style. Peter's podcast, he just chases the pitches. How do you spell the, the promo code? Paulie M. P-A-U-L-I-E-M. Like Malinaji M. P-A-U-L-I-E-M. If you use that promo code, what do you get? Seth, tell him, Seth. You get a free shot at $2 million. Week one millionaire maker. Boom. Shot at $2 Boom. million on my promo code. Wow. I might use it since it's free. If it's, you know what they say? Such a cheap if it's bastard. free, it's for me. No, <laughs> the kid's I loaded. This. I don't know about this. You're one. gonna do. You're gonna do a couple of ten dollar so. ones. We gotta do just so we, you know, so. we can talk about. It's it. It's like yeah, doing a, yeah. like when we were kids. We used to do the tickets. I pick my spots when I gamble. I do. Yeah. I pick my spots. I mean, I'll go heavy, but I pick my spots. You got anything lined up? What are you looking at? Right now? Yeah. No, I don't have anything lined up right now. All right. Absolutely not. He buys houses. He doesn't uh, wager on football. All right, I think it's time to take a break because we're going to come back. We had a special guest on the phone. Oh. Special Should we keep guest. it a surprise? Yeah. <laughs> Although, if they, if they download this up. episode, they're going to know. It's going to be in the description. So they'll know who it is. Yeah. But, nice. All right. Tell them who it is. I don't want to tell them. You all right. Know. No, I'm not going to tell them. All right. All right. We'll be right back. We're going to blow a surprise. You're listening to former two-time world champion, Paulie Malinaji From Brooklyn to the world. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Introducing Paulie. Paulie Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. Malinaji. This is Paulie Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. And we're back with a special guest on the show today. The one, the only. World famous cut man to the stars, Jacob Stitch Duran. J- Jacob Stitch Duran. Stitch. Stitch, what's up, man? What's up, man? Just lovely life, brother. I'm going to be in your side of the country uh, tomorrow morning. I'm uh, working with Marco Huck on this. Uh, um, the PBC the show, Mark. right? Yeah. Right, yeah, very exactly. nice. Which show? Uh, you're doing the one on Friday, right? In, uh, yeah, the one Prudential on Friday. Center? No, yeah. you, uh, we, might, we might end up making an appearance on that one. See if I'm in town on Friday. I don't know if I am. Uh, but, uh, you have to, man. Yeah, no, for sure, man. So you're looking forward to the East Coast? Oh, yeah, I love the East Coast, man. I hooked up with some friends that I met there when uh, I was there with Vladimir Klitschko. And, uh, I saw the- you then, I- Stitch. Yeah, you, we, we were at that show. We were at the card with Vladimir Klitschko. Even Peter Cards, my uh, my partner in crime here on the on the podcast, he says he saw you at the fights. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. It's always nice going back over there. It, well, you know, you, would you say the New York weather in the summer compares to the Cali weather or, or the, the Vegas weather, or, or not really? No, man. No. Like <laughs> Come on, brother. Stage. Give us a couple of points out here. Give us a <laughs> give us a couple. Yeah. Of, give us some credit here. Give us give us a, give give us something. Give us something for the East Coast fans to to enjoy. 
Well, no, no, the you know the the, the nighttime is definitely a <laughs> yeah, night right? Night, the nightlife is good. It is, it is a nightlife is good. No, Stitch, I gotta be, I gotta agree with you. I'm from the East Coast, but I, I lived in LA. I, I was, obviously, I've been to the West Coast many times, and obviously, the the West Coast weather does beat us. I gotta admit it. Even I gotta admit it. Anyway, so you working this weekend? You working the? What are you working with, Marco, Captain Hook? Yes, I'm, I'm working with yeah, Captain Hook. Captain, right? That's his nickname, Captain Hook, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. that's, that's what he, I mean, I know that's what they used to call him. Maybe he changed it. <laughs> but Marco Catmuck is his nickname. <laughs> I'll, I'll never look at him the same no more, man. Maybe, I, maybe I brought back an old uh, an old nickname he doesn't want to use. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I know I've read it somewhere that, uh, you know, he, he, I used to read about him and he was Captain Hook. Uh, how long have you been working with Hook? Well, you know, I just this will be my first fight with him. You know, Don House that uh, uh, we partner up. He's training him, and okay. and um, you know, they asked me to come on board, and uh, for me, it's it's great, man. Because you know, working with the Clitzkos and a lot of the European fighters, just another one on uh, I could just kind of mark off on my bucket list. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And he's uh, and this is is this his first fight in the states, or has he fought here before? He's got a long career in Germany. I know that. Yeah, no, absolutely. His first fight in the States, and, you know, and when we started talking, you know, he's telling me that it's a big honor for him to work with me, and I'm looking, I said, you know what, it's a big honor for me to work with you. Absolutely. You know, so, well, you're, you're world-renowned, Stitch. I mean, anybody that watches boxing knows you. And and the UFC as well. You're, um, as far as Hawk is concerned, I mean, he, he fought Steve Cunningham back in the day. Uh, is Cunningham on that card as well? I think it's Cunningham versus Tarver, right? Is that the, yeah, is that, is that the same card? Yeah, 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 the the two veteran fighters. So uh, you know, and I did the movie with uh, uh, Tarver with Balboa. I worked in this corner. I was a light skinned brother. Yeah, in that corner. That was easy <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, you know, Sid, you you you've become a sort of a Hollywood uh, staple in some of the a lot of these combat sports movies, right? I mean, you're uh, you're in the new Balboa as well, correct? Creed. Yeah, it, oh, Creed. Cra- yeah, the new yeah, Creed. Yeah. Sorry, not Creed. Balboa. Creed. Yeah, yeah, the, the Creed movie, you know, but it's, uh, yeah, you're right. I think that's a good way of putting it. I've become a staple for, you know, the, the combat sports because I did uh, Here Comes the Boom with Kevin James, and, you know, I've done the last Balboa movie. I did Play It to the Bone with Woody Harrelson and Antonio Banderas and a little tidbit in Ocean's Eleven, but now, Creed is by far going to be my biggest role, man, and I'm real excited about that's that. That's very awesome. nice. Now, now, see, congratulations on getting the role, but... Is it sometimes frustrating as a, an aspiring Hollywood actor that to be typecasted just as a cut man? I mean, do you want to be something else more? Yeah, man, I want to be in a Rambo movie. <laughs> Come bro. on, man. That's what I'm talking about, <laughs> Stitch. Now we're talking. Yeah, gotta, I, I, stop I, typecasting I, my boy Stitch. He's got credentials. He's been in several movies. And they always trying to put you as a cut man. Yeah, Stitch, yeah. you know, I, I have the same problem. They want to put me in, like, these, these wise guy movies, you know, but I really I, I felt like I had a future in porn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, man. That's, that's the only bad thing about it. You know, but, but, yeah, you know, yeah, if Stallone did a Rambo movie, either. if it was in the, with a cartel, I could definitely be a... a, a oh, like a an El Chapo. Yeah, yeah or like a, a Pablo Escobar, one yeah. of the one of the henchmen. Yeah, I can see stage. I can see you being like one of the henchmen. You just grow your hair out. Maybe we'll put some braids on you. Yeah, and, and yeah, you know, yeah. like uh, maybe grow out the the the, the goatee besides the mustache. I'll All tell right, you, man. Hey, man. We can make I'm you look real mean. I, you know what? You know what? We got to talk to some some of these Hollywood figures. You know, gotta, <laughs> yeah. th- this typecasting stuff. It's it's got to stop. It's got to stop. Well, yeah. Tell us about some of your work in the UFC, Stitch. How how'd you get well, involved with that? Well, you know, I got involved with them, you know, when Dana and them first brought me on. But I don't know if you heard the latest, but you know, they kind of fired me because I spoke the truth about. Well, yeah, yeah, talk yeah. about that, man. Now, yeah. well, I was, I was eventually going to get to that, but you got, you beat me to it. So let, tell us about a little bit about that. What happened there? Let, let the fans know. 
Yeah, well, you know, it's, uh, you know, this Reebok deal that came up, you know, me being the cut man, you know, I, I, like a lot of fighters, you know, we work off of our sponsorship money. It's like you, Paulie, you know that. And, and, and with the sponsors that I was getting in the, uh, UFC, I was making a lot more sponsors than I was with the, uh, with the U- UFC was paying me. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we came and we started doing our first fights and, and I did an interview and, um, they asked me about, uh, what I thought about it. And I said, well, I think for the cut man, you know, it's not a good idea because we're losing all our sponsors and that's where we make a majority of the money. Evidently, Dana didn't, didn't like, well, the fans didn't like it, first of all. They read the article and they were supporting me and they all started backlashing and talking bad about the UFC and the Reebok deal. And I guess Dana thought I was the, the, the pimple on, you know, the head on the pimple and he decided to cut it off. So they called me and told me that they weren't going to use me anymore out of the blue. I'll say so, it for you. I'll say it for you, Stitch. So, uh, so Dana White, the piece of shit that he is, is very greedy, as usual, wants to keep everything to himself, doesn't want anybody else to eat or uh, make any sort of money that he doesn't have his hand in, and he doesn't like anybody complaining or, or speaking about it. Yeah, well, Pretty I did much. complain. I, I did complain, and I did speak about it. And, you know, for what, what, when you're right, you can't be wrong. Right and uh, and what I said and you know I mean I've done like forty interviews in the last two weeks and everybody that said that they read the article didn't see anything wrong that I was politically correct and all that but you're right Dana Dana doesn't like the competition doesn't like the backlash and and for me it worked out great because man I'm getting all kinds of offers now brother and, you right. know Good I, for you. And, 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 yeah and I want to concentrate a little bit more in the boxing world and and uh you know do other things and uh so and the fan and the fans and the media and the fighters and the trainers everybody just kind of came to my aid i was like the caesar chavez of of mixed martial arts man that's i started great, man. Uh, that's great I started very, it's great that people have people know the deal and they've been very supportive you know because i remember when the reebok deal first came out there was not too many people that were happy even a lot of the fighters weren't happy because you know it was eliminating some of their uh possible sponsorship opportunities the yeah. the endorsement the uh, apparel companies that w- had had paid some money into the UFC as well were also losing that money because it, you know by if the UFC I don't know how, if uh, everybody knows how it works I mean to to endorse a fighter you first have to pay the UFC fifty thousand dollars a year is that correct Stitch? Well, well, it goes no, it goes anywhere from like fifty thousand to a hundred thousand. Yeah, and that's these, that's these just to have your hand in the UFC so you can approach individual fighters to to work with them, correct? Right, right. You're not exactly. even allowed to work with individual fighters unless you first pay the UFC that stipend at the, at the beginning of the year. Well, when the Reebok deal came out. A lot of the companies that maybe had paid for the one-year deals, I had heard, were just getting cut off. You know what I mean? So it's a matter of, yeah, take me to court. You're a small fish, and uh, it's not going to happen. I mean, that's what I was hearing. I don't know the ins and outs of it, but, uh, you know, it, I heard it uh, It was a very frustrating uh, time for a lot of uh, people. And obviously, it, it, uh, it came to a crescendo with your situation, Stitch, you know? It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's difficult to navigate around, you know? Uh, the UFC, I feel like it makes a lot of money, but it's it's... I hate to say it. I mean, I know they're in court for something like that, but it's sort of a monopoly. You know what I mean? They they don't give opportunities unless, uh, you know, they, they they give you the crumbs and and they'll take the bigger piece of the pie a lot of times. You know, and this includes with the fighters, this includes with everything else. And so it's it, it's it's frustrating when a guy like you, who's already got a big name before joining the UFC, so just your name in the corners or in the whatever they call them in the in the UFC in the fights, sure. you're just your name already brings a a certain amount of a. Uh, of a uh, reputation to the table, you know, because uh, Jacob Stitch Duran is working in the UFC right away. He's noticeable, you know, because Jacob Jacob Stitch Duran was already a uh, a big name in boxing. I remember you had that little radio show. Uh, uh, I don't know if you still do Stitch, but you had that show. You know, like people right. people, know, people know you. You know what I'm saying? So, so you, I feel like 
you shouldn't be too big for your bridges. And the UFC, is, I feel like sometimes it's becoming too big for its bridges where you take care of guys like that because just them being a part of your brand, just them being a part of your group, you know, makes your brand that much bigger, that much more noticeable, or, that, or just that much more in tune for the fans in general and just that, that much more likable instead of not being unlikable by doing the things that they've done now. So, yeah, it's, it's frustrating, and I feel your frustration, Stitch, and I feel the frustration for some of the fighters that, I, that have expressed, uh, you know, some of the frustration that they've expressed to me as well because I know, uh, some of the UFC fighters and MMA fighters overall. Yeah, Polly, it's, 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 and you know, you said it probably better than anybody I've ever heard say it and because you, you understand what these fighters go through, but, you know, I, I have no remorse and no regrets. In fact, I, I'm kind of glad. I was like the the guy that started this movement, you know, and, uh, and, and it had to be said and with them taking my sponsors away and what I was going to get paid with them, uh, it was time for me to go anyway, you know, mm-hmm. so I, I, I like I said, I had to give Dana credit because he just kind of uh, kick-started my, my new career like to the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, I, you know, in a way, you were almost like the martyr, but, uh, but yeah. you've had that resurrection. You know what I mean? The support the public is giving you, we're supporting you here over here, Stitch, and the support everyone else is giving you, you know, that's that's all you want to hear. When you stand up for what's right, and in this case, I think it's clearly you're standing up for what's right, it's good to see that sometimes the good guys get that support because it's not always the case. So, so Stitch, we got your back, man, and we're happy that you've spoken out, especially, you know, you know me, man. I never shut my mouth either, so... Uh, to see somebody like you and uh, and coming out and 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 speaking about what's wrong and, and standing up not just for yourself but you're speaking for all the people that have also been done wrong in this situation, which are fighters and which are some of these other apparel companies. That's we, it's we great admire job, that. Yeah, well, you know, I, I I became a big fan of yours, Polly, when we did the fight in Houston. You fought Juan Diaz, I think, and got ripped oh, yeah, off. And, yeah. And I, I remember I'm I'm at the press conference and and you're basically slamming the commission and all that and and and, and ah, not so nice words but very elegant <laughs> eloquently. And I said, you know what? I got a lot of respect for this man because he spoke his truth and he spoke he spoke what was right. Yeah. And uh, and you know since then I've been a big big fan of yours, brother. Thanks, Stitch. Yeah, that's 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 what and that's why I can kind of relate to to what you're saying and doing now. You know, I've always been the kind of guy that if if I feel like I've been done wrong, I'm going to say it. You know, sure, if, sure. if I feel like you're doing me wrong, I'm going to complain and I'm going to open my mouth about it and I'm going to let 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 people hear about it. So so I can kind of I can relate to what you're doing and I respect it and I hope you keep doing it and I hope things keep working out for you, man. And Stitch, no, you know no, what? No. Also, it, what you do, you bring a platform for people that don't know, like for yourself, obviously. But you know, a lot of people don't realize. You know, you hear about Anderson Silva, you hear about all these big time fighters on these pay per views. But you know, the little guys, the guys that sure. maybe you'll catch them on the undercard or something. Those guys, the the sponsorship was more than their purse a lot of times, and I feel like it's it's a shame. And a lot of people don't know this, but there that was a big hustle for them. And to have that taken away, it's like you're taking literally taking money out of their their family's mouth, you know. Right, right, exactly. That's you know, and that's that's well said. And 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 you know, I last two weeks ago I attended the ABC convention in San Diego. I was called by a group of, of fighters that are trying to start a fighter association to kind of combat or or be on equal terms. And man, I I got me a plane ticket like ASAP, and I I went straight to San Diego just to support the guys and me being there. Uh, meant a lot to these guys, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm on a mission now, man, is to make sure that this game uh, gets better for the underdogs, which are us, and uh, you know, these guys that you know, I say the four rounders, the six rounders, the eight rounders, even the championship guys are getting screwed. Yeah, so of course. It's time. It's time for a change, brother. Yeah, it, absolutely. It, it, it trickles its way up the up and down the ladder. Exactly. That's a good point, Stitch. 
Well, right. We're glad we had you on, man. And uh, thanks, for take, thanks for giving us the time. And we're going to also talk to Hollywood about stop typecasting you. We want you playing a cartel criminal not for nothing, in one of these movies. Not for nothing. Car- Stitch, that's a, pretty, yeah. that's a pretty intimidating name when you think about it, right? His name is Stitch. Stitch. He's not coming to stitch your shirt. He's coming to stitch your face. <laughs> when you think like about that. it, right? <laughs> and he does a great job. That's at why it. I feel like he should play other guys. Yeah, how, how, you know, Stitch. I love him. Listen, the guy's a gentleman. He's and been in scholar. the business for a ton of years. You watch any big fights, and you see Stitch Duran in the corner. Th- Stitch, thanks for giving us the time today, buddy. Good luck. All right, God bless you guys. Thanks. Take care, man. Take a break. We'll be back after this. You're listening to former two-time world champion Paulie Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Introducing Paulie. Paulie Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. Malinaji. This is Paulie Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. And we're back. Malinaji. Peter Cards. I just peed like Seth a Nyman. resource. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, extra break thing, man. I don't understand. You all right, buddy? Uh, uh, drinking distilled water? It's, it's going right through you? It's the beers. Great, the beer. great job with Stitch, guys. And by the way, let's see if you guys can name. What actor does he look exactly like? Stitch? I don't know. He actually looks like a, a girl that I grew up with's father. <laughs> Edward James Olmos. He's twin. Edward James Olmos. Twin. <laughs> Edward James Olmos, bro. Who the fuck is that? What do you, you mean, what is that? Is. What are you shot? What are you burnt? You call yourself a movie buff? You don't know Edward James Olmos? Come on. No, you're the movie buff. <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> he does look like Edward remember James the girl, Olmos. Remember the girl, Twins. Kristen from Long Island? Blood in, blood out. That's uh, right? He was Edward James Olmos in that, right? He's in a lot of movies. Blood and blood. Oh, it's Selena's father. Selena's father, yeah, <laughs> Selena. Yeah. Selena. He looks exactly yeah, like Stitch. He does. Twins. He does. Speaking wow. of Selena, I don't know their names like that. He's, he, come on. He's one of those guys. Edward yeah. James almost, yeah. Speaking of Selena, I'm actually working in Corpus Christi, September 6th. That's nice. Mc, Jamie McDonald versus, I think it's Koki or Tomoki. No, it's Koki. Koki Kameda. Two, the nice. rematch. Remember that first one? That first one was a good barn with a good old barn burner. People complain about PBC, but that McDonald Kameda fight was a really good fight, and I'm glad they're doing it again. They frankly deserve to do it again because both guys, I'm sure, came out of that fight thinking they both won the fight. And it was uh, entertaining TV, entertaining boxing. Going to Corpus Christi September 6th for uh, PBC on CBS. And then the following week, we have the anticipated, or some people not anticipating, the Mayweather card. It's Andre Berto. What do you think of that? I don't know. Uh, what do you don't know? You're I, supposed to know. You're the guy on the show right yeah, now. Yeah, listen. Um, but, I don't know. Mayweather has a right to do what he wants to do, but but people I think are are, are treating like Berto's a bum. He's not a yeah. bum. Um, yeah, he's not a bum. Listen, he's always been nice to me, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on him. But well, you can say what you feel about as a fighter. I, mean, I think I think there's uh, probably you know other people that. That would have, could have deserved. No win. doubt. We you know. know we talked to Thurman, Brock, Khan. No, no, no. no Brook, uh, not Brock. Brock no, was those, the guy who stole the bases. You know what it is? Lou Brock. Yeah. That's right. He was Kel good. Kel Brook is the fighter from Brooke, England. Yeah. Sorry, I slipped. Yeah. Special K. They Porter. Play. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Those guys weren't going to get it, though. I think everybody knew that. Like I said. Um, but there's, they're more des- you're saying guys are more deserving. They're all more deserving. Yeah, of course. Of course. I'm even talking about a guy like Louis Colazzo. Like, instead of putting him with Thurman. 
you know, feed him to Floyd. You know what I'm saying? Like instead of putting him with Thurman, you know, a guy like uh, Louis Colazzo, who got robbed against Berto years ago, let him make the four point six or whatever millions they're talking about. You know, I don't know. That's just my opinion. I I think there's guys that yeah, and Berto was losing the Jose Lopez fight before. Right. Right. It just. So. It, it just like I said, I, I'm not gonna shit on the guy. He's always been nice to me. He's, I know him since like 2001, 2002. Um, you know, but listen, it is what it is. <laughs> Floyd oh. has a right to do what he's got to do. He's gonna pick who he wants. He's not gonna fight the guys that we just mentioned. We oh. all know that. What about style wise? What do you think? Do you think Berto makes? Well, it I do. Better? I do think. I do think Berto's never in a in a bad fight as far as entertaining TV. You know, that, at the end of the day, what you're looking for when you watch a fight is an entertainment. And one thing about Andre Berto, he's, he's never he's never not entertaining. He's got so heart. People are gonna complain about the matchup and bitch about it and complain about it, but can, hey, at day's are, end, Berto makes things fun. Mm-hmm. And no matter what fights he's in, no matter who he beats or loses to, all you can ask is to be entertained at day's end when you pay for the pay per view. I assure you, you'll have you'll be more entertained than than Mayweather <laughs> versus Manny Pacquiao. As I said, the right. first, more entertained. The first round will be yeah. more than the whole Pacquiao yeah. fight. Right. Yeah, yeah. Berto's never out of it. Like uh, as far as his heart, his mind, he he, you know, he's a he's got heavy hands. Um, Unless he hurts his shoulder, then yeah. <laughs> like Pacquiao, you know, yeah. like the self-healed Pacquiao who was playing basketball in the Philippines and yeah. now he wants to fight. He wants yeah. Mayweather again. Yeah, okay. Yeah, suck a cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, well, he he self-healed himself from he, the, he healed the, the himself with cult. his uh, Filipino with remedies. His yeah. grandma, did self, the, yeah, his mother, his mother was uh, doing voodoo on him. Now he's all healed up. He wants to fight Amir Khan, according to Aram, and then he wants uh, Mayweather again. Yeah, who do you guys like in that fight? Khan, Suck Pacquiao on my nutsack. Happens. I don't know. That's a tough style matchup. Uh, that's a, that's weird. I don't know who to. I don't. <laughs> It doesn't really interest me to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> right. and I want to see if they do random testing. Yeah, but That's anyway, besides for me, besides that, so so I think Mayweather Berto could be a fun fight. I mean, listen, I'm listen, I'm gonna order the fucking thing. I mean, who am I kidding? And <laughs> I'm gonna work it. Who am I kidding? Right? <laughs> <laughs> who are we kidding? Everybody's gonna go. Oh, I'm not paying for that. You see, Shane. I don't know what happened to Shane Mosley, bro. <laughs> the guy went from being like a gospel guy. Never what do you spoke. Mean? What was he like before? He was just like silent. Like what do you do? Shane uh, Smile a lot Shane uh, What do you think about the fight? Now he's like <laughs> They're like Shane <laughs> Shane what do you uh, What's going on? <laughs> if you want to watch your Fucking boring ass Floyd Dancing around like Dancing with the fucking stars Then order that shit for seventy five ninety nine. Or if you want to watch me Fuck up my yoga You can fucking watch my shit for free Motherfucker That's- I'm like Wow, Shane! <laughs> I'd say what he, he went Compton. Yeah, he, he went from Pomona to Compton. Yeah, he, right? mo- he moved. He relocated went straight out of Compton. He should have straight out of Pomona. Damn, right? <clears throat> damn. Well, well, he didn't do shit against Floyd, man. I was waiting for he threw one punch <laughs> yeah, the whole fight. Exactly. I gotta be honest though, I think Shane versus Mayoga could probably be a fun fight. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm watching I'm a, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Who are we kidding? I love what's it. What's the date on that? What's the date on Shane versus Mayoga? I don't remember. We love train wrecks, man, right? That's a train yeah. wreck. No, but that's uh, yo, listen. Didn't they get didn't they start slapping each other at the press conference? Mayoga was blowing smoke from the cigarette into Shane's face. <laughs> so Shane slapped somebody. Him? Somebody went, "Come on, man, that's an athlete, man. Don't be blowing smoke like that." <laughs> the athlete and was Shane, smoking himself. <laughs> yeah, he's a real athlete. Yeah, and Shane just smacked the cigarette right out of his face. <laughs> they smack him too? No, no, no. That uh, Mayoga pushed him then, and it got broken up. Oh man! <laughs> and then Mayoga said he's gonna knock him out. August 29th pay per view. August 29th. Wow, that's the same night as that uh, Santa Cruz. That ain't, that ain't free. 
Oh shit, that's right. It same ain't night free. As, same night as Santa Cruz versus Montes on ESPN. We're gonna pay to see combined age of eighty four years old. We're gonna pay for that. But it's about entertainment. True, see, that's the thing. True. People true. always look at numbers. See that? That's you the big problem with American fans and American media. You judge things by numbers. I'll you judge you things what? on paper. Watch the fights. I am gonna. You order. judge fights by what happens in the ring by styles making fights. Mayweather Berto, on paper, may, it might not look like a fun fight. But inside the ring, Andre Berto never disappoints. He's always fun to watch. Whether he wins or loses, he's, he battles through. Shane versus Mayorga, same thing. Yeah, combined age of 84. So what, are we going to shit on it? Or are you going to watch the fight and actually probably watch an entertaining fight with two guys who are going to probably look to kill each other? You know what I mean? Like, start judging the fights in the ring instead of... Looking at numbers on paper See, Seth, and looking at these dorky stats, That's like good. like a lot of these guys look at look at CompuBox punch stats, this and that, and like Dan Rayfield's headline after my fight with Garcia, Garcia crushes Malinaji. He didn't notice that Garcia start landing his power, had to start taking the power off his shots. Otherwise, if he loaded too much, he kept missing me. So any power shots I got hit with, which weren't the ones on CompuBox because I didn't get hit with that many, but regardless. He was taking the power off just to be more effective. That shows an adjustment on the part of a good fighter like Danny Garcia. Damon Rafe didn't catch that. He looks at CompuBox numbers and looks and goes, Garcia crushes Malinaji because these numbers say so. The guy can't watch a fight and actually break it down to you without numbers in front of him. That's the problem with 90% of the media. They can't sit there watching a fight, take away all the stats, which is how judges are forced to judge fights, by the way. They're not allowed to look at stats and not allowed to look at CompuBox. So when you right. criticize a judge, you know, put yourself in his shoes. He doesn't get those bullshit stats. Right. He doesn't He's have watching numbers. the fight. Right, right. So, so it exposes a person that knows what they're watching and a person that doesn't know what they're watching. Take away all those stats because they're all bullshit at the end of the day and break down a fight for me. Tell me what's happening without all those numbers, without all those stats, pre-fight, during fight, and post-fight. Break down the fight for me. I guarantee you these bullshit media guys cannot break it down for you. They don't know what they're watching unless you put numbers in front of them. The paper has to tell them what's going on. They cannot figure it out on their own. The paper has to tell them what's going on. That is a sorry excuse for a so-called expert. I have another movie for um, for Dan. What? Um, Full Metal Jacket. What? Dan. What is that? What the fuck is that? A jelly donut. <laughs> a fucking jelly donut. You are a fat buddy, Dan Raphael. That's harsh. <laughs> He's a fat, harsh. worthless piece of shit. Well, don't hold back, Pete. We're on the Man. podcast. Tell us how you really I feel. That guy with a fucking passion. This is a lot of, a lot of he blocked me. He blocked me on my on the Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you probably say, "Hey, you fat bastard." Yeah, yeah. I would block you too. No, I, 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 I spoke up about. Uh, I, sp- I gotta I'll be honest. I don't block anybody on Twitter. Like, no, I block you know, like. Eventually, idiots. they get tired of it. There's some guys that are really tough. Like they just go every day. Yeah. And they, you know, so, so the good thing about my timeline is I get so many hits that sometimes I don't see all your all your things. <laughs> so, but the guys that are constant, like pushy, pushy, pushy. You know, I'm gonna see them more often because they're they're there every day like they want they want to make sure I see them I want to like we should do we should get a film crew to follow you gotta have no life though you gotta have no life what do these guys do all day what? Oh, I don't know. Just sit on nothing. nothing. Like Dan Raphael? You gotta have no life. You're definitely not getting laid. Just if right. you think about think about this. If you're getting laid by say more than one person, if you're getting laid, which you know, some guys do. If you're getting laid by <laughs> speak on it. <laughs> so if you're getting laid by multiple people in your life, think about it like this. You're probably thinking about pussy more so than you're thinking about anything else. Because and it's not always a good thing, I'll be honest with you. But think about it, you have no time to hate on people because you're either getting laid or you're thinking about your next piece of ass that you're going to get laid from. 
or you're thinking about how good it was when you did hit it. Or you're thinking about how good it would be <laughs> if you hit this one that you haven't hit yet. You don't have any time to hate on anybody. You don't, it's, it's wasted time because anytime you get in between, you're looking to make paper, you're looking to make money, you're looking to hustle and grind. So where does that leave you? Does that, in order to hate, in order to take time to hate and go on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and start writing hateful comments, some people every day for some people, literally every day, that means you're eliminating one of those other fun things. You're eliminating the grind of money. Or you're eliminating getting laid. You're eliminating just being a go-getter. You're eliminating at least one of those things or all of them. Eliminating life. So when you start writing shit on my Twitter every day, buddy, all it tells me is you don't get laid. You're not going to get an answer from me 90% <laughs> of the time. All it tells me is this guy's. Hey, Paul, you laid. suck. <laughs> <laughs> you're terrible. <laughs> and what is, what is Dan I would kick Rayfield your ass if I, was, if I saw you. What is Dan Rayfield doing while the fight's actually on? He's eating. wiping off the jelly yeah, from ha- the jelly I have, donut. I have sat there, and he's not always watching you. You know what I'm saying? He's wiping that's, off that's the That's the thing jelly. with the media in general, but the fight's on, and sometimes they're just having conversations with them. <sighs> yeah. Well, that was, I like what you said, though. That's that's, that's definitely uh, coming from you. It makes sense. <laughs> you know, and the, like you said, judges are hard. They don't... They don't no, run, no. Don't okay, but break down... But the, the thing about numbers in boxing, it's not like numbers in football where they're... Or baseball. They're, right. they're, they're, they're definitive stats. Like like a pitch count is a definitive stat. You cannot make an error on a pitch count. Right. Like, you know how many pitches the guy's throwing. Punches thrown and landed, you can make errors because they come in bunches and they come all at once and they don't come at all. They hit the and, arm, they then hit sometimes, the glove. Then sometimes both guys are punching at the same time and there's an exchange. and, and it, it, They're not definitive stats. None of that is a definitive stat because there's no ch- computer chip computing all that. It's just a guy trying to keep up with both guys and trying to push, press buttons. So anybody who's relying on those kind of stats already is an idiot. Then if that's what you need, because you can't break down a fight aside from those stats, you really shouldn't have that job. Give me a breakdown of a fight without looking at any of those stats each and every round. So That's how I call my fights. People think I'm a genius when I'm breaking down a fight. You know what I do? I watch the fight and I tell you what's going on. I don't even look. When the copy box comes on my screen, I don't even look at it. I don't want to know what those st- numbers, because I feel like I get stupider by looking at those numbers. And again, I know what I'm watching. And again... You look at, say, Danny Garcia when he knocked out, like, Rod Salka. That big hook, right? That's a big power punch. Notice the fight with him and Paulie. He had to... He's not going to land that hook on Paulie. Paulie's too good defensively. So what does he have to do? He has to make an adjustment. He has to, like, to be more accurate as a pitcher. You have to take a little off the speed and focus and on And you're taking spots. away from Danny Garcia because he made an adjustment and made it work. So instead of bringing that out, you know, he's landing those power shots, but he's taking the, the, the thud off of them. He's, he's landing them for accuracy now. He's not loading as many of them anymore because he's missing them earlier. Now he's able to be more accurate. Maybe Paul, he's breaking down. He's, he's taking the power off, and, he, and they're sharper shots. You have a chance to credit Danny Garcia the correct way instead of Garcia crushes Malinaji. And these are the numbers that well, that that that, that uh, the copy box numbers give you. And I watched he landed this many power shots. He landed. Shut the fuck up right. and get it right. That's you can actually he... give credit to the guy the correct way. Instead, you you're making a mockery of your job. That's how he did his due dil- diligence. Uh, Garcia crushes Malinaji. Job's done. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they, no, they do that and they give you the the, the breakdown numbers. Yeah. They give you the numbers. They don't have to actually watch the fight and, and figure it out on their own. They can't. That's the problem. If you can't do that, you shouldn't be working. They had job. Go go work something else, dude. So when the judges and, and it's a shame on the people that hire them. They're stupider than them for thinking <laughs> they hire an expert. 
the, ju- when the judges Dark judge Dark a fight, they sh- they're watching a the fight. They, sh- they just go by what yeah. they see. Judges right? get a, judges get a, judges get judges are are held to a high standard, and they get shitted on all over the place when they mess up. But I give you, tell you what, that's how you expose a pretender from a guy who really knows what he's watching. Because when you sit in that judge's seat, you have no compunction of any kind of knowledge of what's going on, of and. Anywhere on those stati- statistical numbers. You are literally, it's you and your eyes watching the fight, and that's it. And that's why sometimes the style kind of steals around, right? If someone's got a quick flurry, he might not be landing, but it looks yeah. pretty. Yeah. Or if someone's being the aggressor and, and yeah. following down, he might be landing punches, but he looks like the aggressor, yeah. so someone might give him a round. Well, yeah, whatever right? it is. But you, you're, you're interpreting yourself what's landing and what's not. And, and the paper is not interpreting it for you. The computer screen is not interpreting it for you. You're watching the fight yourself. You can actually see. You, you have to trust your eyes, and you have to know your brain in your brain that you know what's going on. It's a big difference it's a big difference and it's very difficult especially i guess if you know if you're not in a boxing gym every day because the only way you really c- can grasp that i don't think you have to have fought in your life i mean i'm not one of those guys that you have to have fought but you have to be in a boxing gym every week almost every day there's no way you're gonna sit there once a week or or once a or once a week watching on television or once a month at an actual fight event and tell me you know what you're watching it's not gonna happen okay it's not going to happen you're not gonna have the same eyes as me it's not going to happen I'm in the gym all half my life I've been a fighter I have that and, and I have that advantage okay but even if I if you weren't a fighter you have to be in the gym on a regular basis and actually understand and watch that stuff not be in the gym like a like a Steve Kim who, who has a conversation with you while he's hitting the bag he's looking the other direction talking about what he did yesterday or what he's gonna do later like you, know you what and mean? I you and I score fights very similarly yeah <clears throat> a lot of times when and we're I'm scoring not, and, a fight. And, and, and I can be wrong in a, in a, in a, in a, in a scoring and judges a fight are or wrong. A, even a prediction of a fight yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm going to tell you the breakdown even when I'm wrong I'm going to tell you what happened that round maybe I thought something else was going to happen when it happens though I'm going to tell you how I was wrong and I'm going to be able to tell you what actually happened in the round and I don't need to look at stats anyway that's my venting for today I hope uh, some of us have learned some things do you feel better? I feel better yeah <laughs> I feel better some I, gotta be chest. I gotta be honest I feel better <laughs> On a, on a more positive note, I want to shout out my little cousin was born, um, Big Bad Aldo, and, and my cousin oh, Paula yeah. had a baby. Boom. You ever notice when the, the baby's born, like, the kid's like minutes old, my mother's like, oh, look at who he looks like. Look, I'm like, yeah, I hate that. I'm like, Ma. It's like a little kid, alien came I'm out. like, Ma, the yeah. kid has placenta all over his right. face. He doesn't look like anybody. <laughs> right. He looks like a slimy fucking, he looks like a glazed like eclair, yeah. you know, like, well, yeah, right, Raphael right, was like there, a Danish, eat, eat, like eat, a morning Danish. What the yeah. fuck does he look like? Look, got, right? look at his chin. <laughs> he has the same beauty mark as your uncle. I said it's fucking, it's your niece's wall. It's blood clot. <laughs> it's gonna get wiped off. He's not gonna look like anything in two seconds. <laughs> fuck What's the baby's ridiculous. name? What do you got? Nicholas. Nicholas. Little Nicky. Mazel tov. Lakaim. <laughs> as we say. How goody? How goody? Yeah. Um, I'm having yeah, one soon. That's exactly right. right. Yeah. When, when are you, when Peter, a, when Peter Paul Nyman. Peter Paul Nyman? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he almost had me going there. Scumbag, you had me going there. <laughs> I was like, yo, that's a definite podcast guest, no matter how old he is. You kidding me? <laughs> He's trying to persuade you now. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Right. Put some thought into that. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, so what do we do? Is that, is that all for today's so, show? Um, Bill. Low. Pirlo. Oh, we gotta go. We gotta do a Pirlo rant. Hold on oh, a second. Let's go ahead. My man, Andrea Pirlo, comes from playing for some of the some of the best football in the world. Andrea Pirlo is a former World Cup champion, former European Champions League champion, 
finally comes to America to join the MLS. You know, it's the MLS, sometimes it's like a retirement uh, league for a lot of the superstars, <laughs> you know? But it's cool because, you know, they get a chance to make some money. Americans in, get in to see a, them play. Yeah, Americans get to see them play live, so it's pretty cool. And, um, you know, it, it'll... Uh, it, it gives them a chance to see them live and, and see like a high level of playing, even if they're past their prime. <laughs> but Andrea Pirlo's... Even though he's past a, his prime in Europe, he's, he's still, still 10 miles levels ahead. <laughs> like, I was watching the game against the Red Bull Sunday. Andrea Pirlo's only good if your players around them are moving. You know, there's, it's like basketball. You know, you have to move off the ball. You know what I mean? Like, when you don't have the ball, you have to move around. So- so- like someone like soccer you said, slash football is um, like that. Pirlo is the guy. He's like a Jason Kidd. He's, he's like a Magic Steve Johnson. Nash. Steve, Na- a Steve Nash. Where Jason he'll Kidd, set you up. Thing. Yeah, he'll set you up. You know what I mean? He'll, he'll, but you need... You need the he's movement like the point off the guard. ball. He's a point guard. Bilo is not a major goal scorer unless it's a set piece, you know? So, a set piece meaning a free kick or a penalty kick, he usually takes them very well. But, dude, the guy's got the ball and nobody's moving. Everybody's hanging out. Everybody's watching. Like It's like they're all starstruck. Like, oh, the star <laughs> has the ball. Let's see what he's going to do. He's going to look to feed you, you moron. That's what he's been specializing <laughs> in his whole career. He doesn't go for goal. He specializes in feeding you the ball. And if you know how to get open or know where you're running, he'll put the ball in a position where you can put it into the net. You moron. Nobody moves off the ball. This poor guy looks so frustrated on the field. Don't they practice? Then he's got Lampard and, and Villa. Uh, even and Lampard. I'm sure they're... Uh, Lampard, yeah, he's... He looked like shit. I'm a big fan. They the don't guy practice? legend. These guys... I mean, Beardlow's new, and the way Beardlow plays, the style that he plays, he's so creative. He had no look passes. He's too advanced for them. Yeah. Like, Lampard is on that level, but Lampard just looked very old. Villa, like Villa tries, but he, Villa, no, he, Villa, he's, listen, he's on his own, though, and he's no, a but Villa, small guy. You know what I mean? Villa's defense, even before Pirlo got there, the guy's scoring two goals a game. Yeah. So, it's not Villa's not the issue. It's the whole setup. You know, the midfielder looks to the to and, the, and, to the and, flanks. And, and so, honestly, I blame some of the coaching, too, because your yeah, players should not right. be ball-watching. You're right. That, that comes down to coaching and fundamentals in practice. you got players ball-watching constantly. Dude, what are you... What, you're not stressing anything in practice. That's like one of the fundamentals of, of, of soccer slash football. Don't, don't sit around ball-watching. Make runs off the ball when you're in the offensive zone. You know what I mean? Anyway, that was my little rant on that. But, uh... What? The, wow. the goalie... The goalie for the, um... For the NYCFC... Is uh, Josh Saunders? That's who we were watching. Oh, oh man, the second goal that he let in the two nothing oh goal. Anybody that god. saw that MLS game on Sunday between the Red Bulls and the NYCFC? Oh my god, dude, the near Brutal. post getting beat from a weird angle. Like, dude, you're a professional goalkeeper, dude. You can't let goals in like that. And the best was he was yelling at it earlier in the game uh-huh. before you came to the house. He mm-hmm. was yelling at somebody when he made a save. Mm-hmm. The guy wasn't covering. His Even net. the save that he, he like makes, he makes him look more complicated yeah. than they actually are. Like, <laughs> he was yelling. That's at what I teammate. would do. Like, yeah. because like, any save he makes, it's like he makes an easy save look like it was like the craziest save of the world. Like, man, what happens if it's a difficult save? This guy's never gonna get to the ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. Ball roll right in my hands. I dive. Yeah, yeah. I'd make it crazy. look good. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. frustrating. I mean, hopefully, uh. They get their stuff together because uh, I want. I'm gonna go to, to uh, an NYCFC home game this season. Maybe next month at some point because I got the Yankee Stadium. If they I play Yankee yeah, Stadium, yeah. yeah. If I was Beerlaw, shout out to Red Bulls too. They've been playing, but they have a good season. Oh themselves. yeah, good they stadium are. too. Yeah. If I was Beerlaw, I'd be like, listen, guys, take your money back. Just do me a favor. Get me a ticket and send me the fuck <laughs> back home. Man. I don't know how he's doing it right now. It's so frustrating. To you know watch. what's having a great season? Speaking of Italians, Jovinko. Jovinko's having a monster he had a season. Second hat trick. Is he married, Beerlaw? Bilo's married. Yeah. Oh, then he's not yeah. enjoying New York City. Sebastian Jovinko's having a monster year for Montreal. Oh, and they just man. signed Drogba, Didier Drogba, too. Yeah. 
That's going to be fun. MLS is getting fun, man. A lot of these players, is man. Is it Montreal or Toronto? No, Jovinko's on Toronto. Jovinko's on, oh, yeah, Montreal. So signed signed Drogba. Drogba. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Jovinko's a lot, of, the, a lot of these guys, man, they come in here, they're showing up, and, you know, it's just, it's going to actually make the MLS fun because I've never been a guy who followed MLS a lot, but and Jovinko's, all these guys Jovinko's not as old as Pirlo. He's really enjoying it, and he <laughs> also scores. Yeah. So he's creative and he scores. Yeah, so yeah. it's like he's having a blast. This guy's going around people. He's having hat tricks and shit. <laughs> Pirlo's trying to set you up, and you don't even know you're being set up. <laughs> yeah. He like, sends you a no-look pass, and you didn't know the ball was going to hit you off your fucking nose, and you're like, wait, that was for me? Uh, no-look means he's not looking, not yeah, you. Yeah. You should be well, looking. He sets you up uh, for a through ball, and you're going the wrong way. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? So then if a person doesn't know what they're watching, they figure, like, where'd that ball go? Well, if the guy was making the correct run, he would they would have been where he's supposed to be. Why don't we bring one of these guys on the show? Bring one of your footballers on the show. You guys create a beer low? Yeah, I would, I would love to. Yeah. Probably, he doesn't speak English. He doesn't speak no, English. don't bring him. Bring someone who speaks English. Or bring a, bring a translator, a hot 25-year-old well, female translator. Well, our friend, our friend Giuseppe Rossi is playing, uh, is playing in Italy, so that's a tough one. He's from yeah. Jersey, but he plays in yeah, Fiorentina. Well, I'm sure you guys can hook up something. Maybe we'll get him to call in know people. You guys know people. We know people who know yeah. people. Yeah. Who robbed some people. Stop skiing hush. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. All right. And that's today's show. Episode, was it 18, Pete? I think so. That was 18. Over and out. Till next week. Boom. We'll be talking about this weekend's PBC fights. PBC. Yeah. My man, Steve Cunningham. Go Versus get him. Tarver and then... Uh, Saturday's Boutte versus Andrea de Luisa. Steve Tying is up. our boy. Yeah. Go get him, Steve. Yeah.